0: You are listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by ATBSports.net. Hello there! Welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. Playing on your phone. Hey, it wasn't my turn to talk yet. We have another week of Fantasy Football News, to fill your your listening holes with our beautiful voices. Your listening holes sound so weird. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll go over the docket, per usual, uh, as we always do. That's what per usual means. I don't know why. Yep, it does. Kind of talking in circles. It's been a week and a half since we've recorded, so I'm a little out of it. But uh, we have our league news, our Super Bowl primetime pie bets, We have our free agent freak out with a kind of go with a theme of it this week. And then uh, our hindsight hierarchy tight ends are way too early predictions for the 2020 tight ends, the top 12. And that'll wrap us up for the day. So we actually want to start off on a a slightly more somber note. Everybody knows about it. And it was absolutely heartbreaking news that we got on Sunday. Uh, But Kobe Bryant passed away at the age of 41 from a helicopter accident, of course. And it just... It sucks, man. Honestly, big uh, time. I'm I'm a pretty big basketball fan. I know you're not as much as I am. Not
1: not as much as I I was
0: growing and up. Kobe and I've always said this was the closest thing we had to Michael Jordan. Agreed. I know everybody likes to compare LeBron, but I even posted a, a comparison video on our Twitter account, and it's just insane. And it was even more heartbreaking to hear that his daughter and one of her friends were both her parents p- and parent singular. I thought so it I, was I
1: thought it was both her parents. No, uh, I
0: thought it was. I'm, I'm not 100 sure i know there was five people that died in the crash nine, s- nine? i heard nine what okay well. it was
1: it was kobe Gianna, uh-huh. the other teen her parents so that's five the pilot obviously and there was two more people two or three Good. more people
0: i could have swore it was five Let me double check here because I want to get our facts straight. Yeah. Um, I don't want
1: to be like the news that reported 48 different things. Yeah, And
0: fuck from all of this too, just from the news side of things. I've never,
1: the the fucking media is a fucking piece of shit. Fuck TMZ
0: because the worst part about that is apparently they reported it before his wife Vanessa and the rest of their family could could figure it out. So um, we have something special we're going to do here, but I want to look this up real fast.
1: say nine people let's see here because it was kobe his daughter two of her teammates
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: there's four
0: yeah yeah kobe bryant his daughter uh gianna of course and then seven others so our thoughts and, well, I mean, we're not religious, but our thoughts and prayers still go out to those families. All of them. To, in, everybody involved. It's awful. It's atrocious. I've, I know I've cried a couple times from it, and I, uh, it makes me appreciate my family and my daughters that much more. 100%. And it, it's just it's scary, awful news. So we are actually going to take a eight-second moment of silence here to honor Kobe and his family. All right, guys. So, hopefully we can move on to some better news here. Um, it's going to be kind of tough to do, <laughs> to recover from that. But we will attempt. And uh, must jump... say, We'll make some poop jokes. In my... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, if we're good for anything, it's poop jokes. So, we're we we uh, we're going to jump into our league news. We've got uh, a couple small minor ones. Uh, the funniest one of them all, I'm actually going to skip the first one I have here, <laughs> uh, is Freddy Kitchens is now a part... Of the vaunted Giants' offensive staff. So not only <laughs> do these... With our with our team's former powers combined. If the Giants somehow have a winning
1: season with Freddie Kitchens and Jason the, Garrett...
0: Uh, Freddie Kitchens was confirmed their new tight ends, the positional coach for the tight ends in New York. Poor Evan Ingram. The Giants, yeah. And uh, (laughs) Evan Ingram's going to report 40 pounds (laughs) overweight because he's been out (laughs) eating ridiculous amounts of breakfast with Freddie Kitchens.
1: (laughs) That's, I see, I didn't see that anywhere Mm -hmm. that he got picked up. What? Weird. And
0: then, uh, yeah. So what makes you think, hey, you see what happened in Cleveland? Mm -hmm. Let's go get that guy. I mean, as a positional coach, he was, he was okay. From what I understand, he helped develop Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb has become one of the best running backs in the NFL this this past year. And that's what Freddie Kitchens was hired there to do originally was to be the running backs coach. So we'll see, man. Honestly, you never know how this kind of shit's going to turn out. Yeah,
1: who, who, maybe maybe the trip will be
0: good for both those coaches. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jay Gruden, former Redskins head coach, was fired in the middle of the season, I want to say, after week four or five. I think he got.
1: I think I thought he got to like six or seven. Maybe I could be yeah. wrong,
0: but he uh, is confirmed the new Jaguars offensive coordinator, and I'm honestly okay with the hire. He he's not a great head coach by any stretch, but that team's the amount of injuries that they've had throughout his tenure as head coach have been abundant. <laughs> Are you talk about it, Washington <laughs> mm-hmm. when he was when he was in D.C. and dude, it was insane, and he still. Coach them well enough to get them to like seven and nine finishes and eight and eight. And,
1: yeah, they yeah. weren't like terrible. I yeah. mean, they weren't Cincinnati bad.
0: This but they, this year they almost were.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they tried. Yeah. It was them and Cincinnati for a hot minute trying to see who was gonna fucking tank the worst.
0: But I, as a play caller, he's been pretty good throughout his tenure, and I, it, they can't. Their offense can't look as bad as it did last year for the Jags. So hopefully he can do something with Gardner and not. I'm. I'm Firm, firmly believing that Nick Foles had his chance and it's done. I, I would love,
1: I would love to see the mustache get, you know, his, a full season. A full season. Mm-hmm. Put Foles in there as his backup. Yeah, that's a high paid fucking backup. But I think it would be good for Gardner going forward.
0: Oh, and uh, breaking news, I just got this from ESPN, uh, Roger Goodell will meet with Miles Garrett in the next 60 days regarding potential reinstatement, so that's good news for your team, sir.
1: At least our defense. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I, I mean, I, overall, it, he affects an entire team. He's that much of a difference maker.
1: Oh, yeah, he's, he's a hell of a leader on the team, whether you're on offense or defense. Mm-hmm. He's just got a presence about him. I think I think he will be reinstated. I I mean there's far fucking worse that's happened in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean and people kept their It was it jobs. was pretty
0: bad. No, I'm he, oh, I'm not he, saying it wasn't bad. Yeah, he reacted very poorly, yeah. but it, there I has mean, been much worse.
1: Yeah, so you, I mean you don't fucking brain a dude or try to put his helmet back on aggressively. And
0: he basically missed what 8 9 games somewhere in that range. Seems about a fair and just I punishment. Was,
1: I thought it was 6.
0: Yeah. He missed a good chunk of the season. Though. Yeah, he, he missed a bit And of you could pole. tell that defense missed him, especially in that last game against the Bengals. Fuck yeah, dude. There was no pass rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we have here. It is apparently confirmed. Uh, f- our source was Bleacher Report, who was reporting it from ESPN, uh, that Phillip Rivers is out of L.A. for sure. They will not re-sign him. Do
1: you think he calls it quits, or do you think he signs I somewhere?
0: There was a poll the other day what the best option for him is. I I think he can still play if he has weapons. If Honestly, weapons don't even matter with him. I think if he goes somewhere that has a good offensive line, he'll be a decent quarterback. He could potentially get a team to the playoffs. Nobody's winning a Super Bowl with Phillip Rivers at this point. You know, I
1: don't think anybody's really got no – I don't think any team that needs a quarterback has the salary spot or cap that would be able to probably pay him because mm-hmm. I don't remember what his contract looked like. I, it, I don't. It think won't it, matter. I don't if, think it was that high. If he
0: wants to play, if he wants to be a starter for a team, they'll he'll figure out. take a pay cut at Yeah, least. they'll figure out money wise where to put who, him. Who
1: do you think could use him?
0: Uh, Tampa Bay, but that seems like a very lateral move at this point. Yeah, at least there's upside with Jameis. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no more upside with with Philip. Like it's, it's a one year deal on a team that needs a replacement quarterback. Maybe the Bears. That's honestly about the only other I one, see it. and they have a a decent offensive line. It's not a it's not awful, but it's not great either. So, outside of that, maybe Carolina. Mm. If you recall, I keep
1: forgetting they're in the market for a quarterback. That's
0: where he went to school. Too was I think NC State. Yeah. But I want to say he's like a Georgia boy or something. He's from one of those southern states near the panhandle.
1: Philip Rivers. Yeah, he went to NC State.
0: Yeah, that I knew.
1: He was born in Decatur, Alabama.
0: Alabama. Explain why he has so many children. <laughs> Doesn't explain how his wife isn't a sister, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, we'll see with him. He might come up in our free agent freakout at some point. But uh, as of right now, I'd i like to see him still play. He's got a, a fiery passion for the game that's fun to watch. and He's mm-hmm. just
1: a good dude in general, too. Mm-hmm. You I... There's nothing about Philip Rivers I hate.
0: Yeah, and then uh, last but not least, here we have. I kind of threw it in last minute because they actually there's two things I want to talk about from the Pro Bowl. Uh, one, actually three. They did have an instance of the fourth and fifteen. They didn't use it. No, they did the Uh-oh. fourth and fifteen onside kick rule. They somebody went for the NFC went for it and uh, threw an interception but uh so did Zeke Zeke threw an interception in the Pro Bowl <laughs> I thought Zeke that was funny threw? yeah it's <laughs> i, I, I watch i didn't watch it at they all. they do goofy shit i just watched
1: the highlights i watched part of the dodgeball game <laughs> yeah um,
0: apparently a lot of people on twitter are kind of going ham on lamar jackson from his very clear accuracy issues uh your boy Jarvis Landry outpointed him in the the quarterback precision drill Jeez. yeah cuz they have two quarterbacks and then a wide receiver um or a receiver, so I think it could be a tight end too, who uh, participated in it with the quarterback. So mm-hmm. it was Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson, two of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league, uh, and when not under pressure, right. <laughs> for Kirk, anyways. But uh, and then they had Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, and they both looked like poop. But Lamar, in multiple drills, seemed like he struggled to get the ball to his receivers. And couldn't. He's he, never
1: been a very accurate passer. Yeah, he's
0: not hyper accurate, and it's, it's different. Honestly, when you're just like, fucking around in Pro Bowl skill drills. Yeah. As opposed to having linemen in your face and being able to escape pressure and find an open guy. It's, so it's maybe,
1: maybe he's I, he's pretty accurate on the run. So maybe they should. Let the I run honestly around. think
0: it's he might not be hyper accurate still. Like he's not Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Like guys like that, yeah. accurate, but he's still accurate enough. When you're throwing to a tiny target, tiny moving target, you have to hit it in the spot to get the points for it, right? When you're throwing to a big ass six foot six tight end, or you know, like Miles Boykin, who's six foot five. Yeah, it's a lot easier to hit somebody. Yeah, was say
1: like Mark Andrews is a pretty fucking yeah. easy target. When player. you have
0: Hollywood Brown with his four two four forty speed, yeah, able to run underneath it and catch it. Yeah, just chuck it and yeah. pray <laughs> yeah. he'll get there. So it's there's a difference between in game accuracy and being able to hit yeah. moving I mean, targets. He's,
1: like like we said, he's never been an like super accurate quarterback. So to hear that he was slightly inaccurate. I'm not surprised. Yeah,
0: you're not. It's not a fluke. And, when and you're you have not going
1: to go on Twitter and be like, "Ah, oh, look at this guy can't fucking throw the football accurately." <laughs> we we expect that.
0: It's not it's not a fluke that he had the most passing touchdowns in the league this season. So yeah, exactly. Maybe a slight fluke with injuries to some, like Drew and and Pat, but right. still, but still. I mean, if you're throwing thirty, I think he finished with thirty six or thirty eight, somewhere that in that range. Quarterbacks, yeah, it's it's not 36. really, a fl- yeah, exactly.
1: Closest person to him was Jameis with thirty three,
0: and then uh, there was a third one from the Pro Bowl that I wanted to talk about, but I can't quite remember what it is. Oh yeah, I do. It's uh, is Blue Cheese Drew Brees gonna actually retire? So when they they asked him on the sideline, um, and. Kudos again to Russell Wilson for relinquishing his starting spot to Drew Brees because he's a good fucking dude.
1: Did he really? Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) So,
0: but uh, they were doing a little sideline report. And it was crazy, too, because the the Kobe news broke during the Pro Bowl. So they were, like, trying to keep people up to date. And, like, they were asking people on the sidelines. I know they did a little sideline interview with Devontae Adams, like what Kobe meant to him and stuff like that. So, but, uh, yeah, they were doing a sideline interview with drew Brees, the blue cheese man himself
1: (laughs) that's such a goofy nickname but i'm glad it's gonna stick for us yeah and uh
0: they were asking him about retirement and what he thought about it and he said you know what i'm gonna sit down in about a month or so and kind of hammer out a decision and i've been seeing more and more reports that it's actually on the table for him so uh, from you aj i want to get just an estimate percentage you think he's going to retire
1: I'd say it's 60-40, 40% being the odds that he retires.
0: Yeah. that's. I'd, I'd even go a little bit lower because I feel like he has some unfinished business.
1: I, f- I think he's still got something he wants to prove. Yeah. Like maybe make a last Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. Or at least give it one more
0: chance. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Give it
1: one more shot towards it. So I think it's 60-40.
0: Yeah, I'd go a little bit higher, maybe two-thirds to one-third. So 65-35, somewhere in that range for myself. So we're not too far apart on that. All right, guys. That's uh, all we've got for the league news. We're going to move on to our Super Bowl primetime pie bets, the final one of the year, because we aren't primetime pie betting XFL games. You sure? <laughs> yeah, because we got a lot yeah, of catch. Because we, we have a,
1: no idea what the fuck we're talking about. We, we, have, we sp- have enough videos to catch up as it is. Mm-hmm.
0: We have a whole spring and summer to catch up on on the <laughs> uh, eight for you, four for me, and big one for you. Yeah. Plus one more, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs are favored by one and a half. So it's it's a true pick'em because you got.
1: We're going into the pie bets now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're knocking this one out. Like it
1: threw me off because I'm like, we're not that far into the show. Yeah, yet. we
0: normally do primetime pie bets later in the show, but I want to knock this out before our yeah. off-season yeah. news stuff.
1: I think it, it really it, it all comes down to which end of the team plays better. Because
0: try that one more time.
1: Nope, I said what I said.
0: The, um, which end of the team plays better? Yes,
1: I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. So. Which
0: team is more clutch at the end of the game? Is that what you were going sure, for? Sure,
1: let's go with that. Because <laughs> I have no idea where I was going with what I said. Um, <laughs> with that being said, my confusing talk and trying to find a pen at the same time of talking... Confucius
0: say... AJ can't multitask.
1: <laughs> can confirm. Um, but you have... I think a more high-powered offense in Kansas City. One hundred percent, yes. And a much more high-powered defense in San Francisco.
0: That's that's the matchup, honestly. Yeah, because the Chiefs' D has been good. It's going to be whether the Chiefs' D can can kind of stymie that running game with Raheem Mostert losing his fucking mind in the conference championship. Yeah,
1: he's fucking playing incredibly. Right he doesn't like
0: I said. He had as many touchdowns as Pat Mahomes did.
1: Yeah, which is disgusting. The same week, so. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not Jimmy G versus Pat Mahomes. It's Raheem Mostert versus Pat Mahomes.
1: <laughs> now, if Raheem Mostert keeps up and throws a touchdown, mm-hmm. just saying,
0: MVP, MVP. <laughs> See, a former Purdue Boilermaker. Okay. I'll let
1: I'll let you decide because the game the game means nothing as far as standings because you've already won.
0: Well, I've been on an awful tear lately. So you want me to pick first? No, I'm going to pick first. I'm going to take the Niners. And uh, <laughs> this is gonna be really dumb on my part. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'll take the Niners outright in a close game. And this is me trying to project a little bit more because I want the Chiefs to win. And
1: well, so do I.
0: My last, I've gotten my last what five games wrong. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I've because you got the one in the divisionals that you needed. The first one, the, yeah, yeah. And I've cleaned since. Yeah.
0: So by default, because you
1: doesn't matter. Still, didn't. you had to pick the other ones. Yes. <laughs>
0: even then you're still going to come up at least 1 point short.
1: Yeah, no matter what I'm 1 point short.
0: 1 1 or 4. Yep. You're down you're or no. No, I'm down 5. Or no, you're down 3 so you're either going to come up 1 Cuz you're going to make this two. Yeah, yep, so you're it's either going to come up 1 or 5. Up, yep, 1 point or 5 points shy. So, yeah, I'll take the Niners to win. Um well, you're going to take
1: the Niners to cover, but the Chiefs to win?
0: No, no, no. I'm t- that's what I was going to do, but I'm like, uh, I'll just take the Niners outright it's t- to win. It's
1: too close. Yeah.
0: And even then, if I predict the Chiefs to still win, I feel like that's going to fuck up my my Juju <laughs> of me. Not Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> but my uh, my bad picks lately. So I'll take the Niners to win outright in a semi-shootout, 31-28. Uh, to 28.
1: Okay. Yeah, i i don't see i don't see the score getting much higher than what you have it just because of how good both defenses are playing. Granted, mm-hmm. the Niners' defenses are playing quite a bit better. Yes. I I want the Chiefs to win anyway, so I'm kind of glad it fell yeah. this
0: way. I um, see. That's why I I also don't care. That's why I'm fine picking the Niners because
1: if you worst, lose, you still win overall. Yeah. Worst case sen- Yeah.
0: Worst case scenario, I want a pie bet. Best case scenario: I lose the pie bet and the Chiefs win, and Patrick Mahomes gets a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. So and Andy Reid, now that he's not a an Eagles hit, not the Eagles not, head coach, now you can actually like. Him. I can root for him. Yeah, that's
1: that's kind of how I was with uh, going into hockey with PK Subban. No, oh, because yeah. he had played for Montreal for so long, and I'm not. I can't like anything from Montreal. I
0: didn't even know he played for them. Yeah, does he, he still play for the Predators? Yes. Okay.
1: So once he got traded, and Shea Weber went to fucking. Montreal. I never was never a big Shea Weber fan anyway, so I'm like, fuck off. I don't yeah. like you anyway. I was like, I can like PK Subban publicly right? now. So
0: you can like Brandon Sandifer, <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude. He got so mad about that. Um, I obviously I'm taking the Chiefs just to try to get at least make it close to that. Hopefully, I can lose. If I lose by one, I'll be mm-hmm. a little happier knowing I came back enough. Yeah, but I will say it's gonna be like a similar score to what you have it as. I will say...
0: Make sure you pick a different score, so that way we're not...
1: Yeah. Yeah. 35-31. Cool. So, in both instances, we think the Niners will score 31 points. Mm-hmm.
0: Sports. All right, guys. That's it for our primetime pie bets. We're going to move into our free agent freakout. And to go along with our hindsight hierarchy, we picked a tight end. And he's really the gem of the tight end free agent class, honestly, because... The next best one's, like, maybe Tyler Eifert. So, Eiferted. <laughs> but, uh, Austin Hooper. So, we're going to talk about him. Now, I let AJ know we're going to start excluding the team that they are currently on and talk about only other teams that they could go to that would help them out. Because, naturally, you already know he'd be a good fit for the Falcons. You know, Yeah,
1: that, so they'd be smart to pick him back up. Yeah, because so.
0: before he got hurt, he was a top three tight end or a top two tight end. If he wasn't tight end one. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, there's several places I think that could use a tight end. There was a place,
1: the one place I would like, I I wouldn't say I I should say I would like to see him go, but I could really see it. It would really help their team. Mm -hmm. It's something that popped up when I, we were looking up if he was restricted or not. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up earlier was green Bay. Yeah. Because,
0: Jimmy, Graham's, Jimmy gone. Graham's
1: time is cut. That was
0: one of the minor news things I saw is that Jimmy Graham's out. Oh, he's Green actually out. Yeah, they're gonna that. they're gonna cut him.
1: Yeah, so he he his time in Green Bay is done. I think his time as a player in the NFL is done. Mm-hmm. I Think he'll he'll hang him up, and I think Austin Hooper would be a perfect person to f- fit into that mm-hmm. offense.
0: Uh, I have a couple, honestly. The Cowboys is a natural. A natural fit for him with Jason Witten maybe retiring. And I don't... Blake Jarwin's got some skill, but I don't think as a tight end one, he's going to be too dependable. Yeah. And then they have a, a relatively young guy just finished his second year, Dalton Schultz, which was the guy that we ended up having to draft, the Cowboys did, instead of uh, when the Eagles moved in front of them to select Dallas Goddard. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a couple tight ends in the draft too that could fill some needs for the Cowboys. So other than there... Let me think here. If uh, if the Panthers move on from Greg Olson, I was just gonna say, do you, think, good...
1: do you think? Do you think Greg would retire?
0: Maybe he's been so injury prone lately, and
1: I mean he's been consistent there. It's, but they, they, he's really all they have in the tight end department.
0: Yeah, it's really up in the air. Honestly, I wouldn't. With how injury prone and Joku's been, the Browns wouldn't be a bad fit.
1: Oh, if he came to the fucking Browns, I'll shit mm-hmm. my pants.
0: Uh, My pants will be the Browns. With the Bengals vacating a good chunk of their tight end core, I think, for Joe Burrow, that would be a good snag. Um. Oh, a natural fit, the Houston Texans. Yeah, but they already have... Is Darren has gone? Uh, he's 33, dude. Like, it, I, I think he was more of a... Like filling, he didn't finish with that great of a year. He just was a plug and play tight end in fantasy this year, along with uh Jordan Akins or Akins. 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 But oh,
1: yeah. I say Darren Fells finished number seventeen yeah. on the year.
0: So, like I said, he was a plug and play. Yeah. But I, I still don't think he's you know what I mean? They don't have their tight end position set by any stretch. Fair enough. I, I think yeah,
1: like you mentioned, who has been injury prone. He still can, plays well when he's on the field. The Steelers
0: wouldn't be a bad spot for him.
1: Who do they have? Uh,
0: Vance they, McDonald. The Vance Dance. Yeah, he's and, been injured. And then they traded for Nick Vanette, who barely played.
1: Yeah, that, that whole that offense is just super glass right now. Mm. With Connor maybe playing five minutes and his bone snapping every yeah.
0: time. Yeah, Juju got hurt this year. Ben got hurt this year. Uh my is it Mike or, or I think it's Mike or no. Marquise Pouncey. One of the Pouncey brothers at center got suspended for a couple games because of that whole fight with, yeah. with uh Miles Garrett. And uh but yeah, I think that would be a solid fit for him as well. So there's there's he he's got talent in that position that could suit mm-hmm. plenty of teams.
1: I I think if Green Bay really presses it and goes for it, I think mm-hmm. he'll end up
0: there. Yeah, and if they could get a, a second receiver to go along with Devontae Adams and maybe let Alan Lazard fill the slot role, I think that would be good for them. See, I was overall. hoping MVS was going to
1: step up and be that, but he really
0: didn't <laughs> do shit. Nope. A lot of people thought it was him or Allison. They were like, oh, yeah, one of these two guys are going to be a s- solid number two, and they either couldn't stay healthy or were just yeah dropping balls and not getting open and not getting that trust from A-Raj. To uh, get See, the ball consistently. I thought consistently
1: out. was older than that. He's only twenty six. Mm-hmm.
0: He's a free agent this year too. I think. I don't think per- he'll come back. Perhaps restricted. I don't know. So, yeah, there's there's several tight end hungry places, and honestly, I feel like he could plug and play because he's a he's a good run blocker.
1: Uh, Geronimo is unrestricted.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, Austin Hooper's a good run blocker. He runs very solid routes, and he's an awesome awesome red zone threat. So. There's several places he could go. Honestly, I just you want to see him go somewhere. Hopefully, with a good, good quarterback situation. Someone that can actually throw him the ball. Mm-hmm. So we will move on from our free agent freakout into our hindsight hierarchy. We ranked our way too early tight ends for the 2012 season. There's a lot of talk of tight ends. Mm-hmm. Wink. It's real
1: <laughs> tight. Tight. <laughs> tight. <laughs> Oh, this was, I th- this was both easy and difficult at the same time. This
0: was super simple for me because
1: the first the first six I'm like, fuck it, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Then like the bottom six I'm like,
0: well, this is stupid. It's not as bad as wide receivers naturally because there's usually one starting tight end on a team and that's the yeah. guy that you know what the, I mean.
1: The, I think running backs and wide receivers were the toughest part. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks were meh. Yeah. But,
0: and it's quarterbacks are are so subject to change. You can draft a guy in the tenth or later round and get a top Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott. Yeah, all those guys were tenth rounder later. There's enough or like quarter, ninth there's or enough later. There's enough
1: quarterbacks you can mm-hmm. get away with it. Yeah. So so next week are we can do hindsight defenses.
0: No, you sure. <laughs> hindsight hierarchy's done for a little while. Uh, we'll probably we'll do we'll, kickers. Yeah. No, we'll <laughs> uh. Yeah. We'll do, we'll put some in-depth research into kicking, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait until probably post draft to get put out another ranking system. So, uh, we'll, uh, kick it off here with my number 12. I put Tyler Higby cause he came on strong at the end of the year. I know with Gerald Everett still there, potentially, I still really like Tyler Higby and, uh, there's a couple first off the list of like guys on the rise, so we'll talk about them uh, once we get done with our number two spot. Or probably our number one, because I always forget. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Tyler Higby a lot. Their offense is still good. It still has pieces. Uh, from what I saw, Andrew Whitworth, their left tackle, isn't going to retire, so he should be back for at least another year. I know he's a free agent at this year, so maybe the Rams will resign him, maybe not.
1: Same. My number twelve, I, I think, is somebody who can sneak up there. He had a better back half of the season than he did, the the first half naturally because that's how halves work.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> it's turning into an episode of Word Party. Yeah,
1: great. Right? I'm just dumb. Um, how many is this, big kids? <laughs> I put Noah Fant in at twelve. Okay. I think he's got enough talent to really make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. I don't know who's going to be their quarterback next year. I think there's, they'll stick with Drew Locke for another um, year. But I think with the way Drew was kind of leaning on him, I mean, he had. And, I mean, he honestly finishes tight end 17
0: this year. Yeah, and. That was he, with him doing a whole bunch of nothing in the first several weeks. Yeah,
1: so I think he's got all the talent to do it. And personally, I, I do
0: like him. I think he's a good player, so. Yeah, here's, here's some of the, the games he had starting from week nine. Had a 20.5 against Cleveland, then their bye week, 9.3 against Minnesota. This is these are the misses that I mean, from a rookie tight end, you expect shit like this. Yeah, Uh, 4.4 against Buffalo, 1.5 against the Chargers, uh, Chargers. 21 against Houston, 7.6. Not helping, not hurting, but he did have some boom games in there. Yeah, I mean, you're expecting a tight end to get
1: anywhere from seven to nine points generally. Mm -hmm. So he was pretty as long as you
0: didn't draft like one of the top. Tier guys. Yes. Like I mean,
1: t- you're, you're expecting more out of like Kittle and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. So, but I think given his rookie year, three different quarterbacks came in. I think if they stick with one for the whole season, I think he'll be, I'll be able to finish in the top 12. That's cool. So, and then snaking that in is a guy who's very touchdown dependent. I'm going to take a chance on him like I have with my team. Mm hmm. I think Kyle Rudolph sneaks into the top twelve. Oof!
0: Just I, I don't like that because I have somebody in my honorable mentions that will refute that. You can put Irv Smith in there. He's in my honorable mentions,
1: <laughs> so I'm taking a chance on it. I'm not saying it'll happen. Way too early. You I never think know.
0: I'll think they'll make the transition into Irv Smith being their primary tight end next year. Just from the the little spurts we saw and during I think the playoffs, Irv runs better routes. Yes. So, but
1: it. I think Kyle's been their main guy for so long. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just It's worth a shot.
0: Five years? Yeah. Something like that. So, then move on to my number 11. And this kind of has to do with the transition from one elder statesman tight end to a younger one. I put Dallas Goddard at number 11. I don't have him quite fully receiving the torch from Zach Ertz yet. But uh, Dallas Goddard did finish as a top 12 tight end this year. I want to say he finishes, what, 11, 11? Which is what I have him at. Uh, 10, yeah. So I had him moving one spot down, but still. Uh, you could see him finish above Zach Ertz. I'd say it's honestly like a... Maybe like a 70-30 proposition right now, that 30% chance that Goddard could be the main guy throughout we the gotta year. we
1: got to think this year, too. Both of them were top 12 mm-hmm. this season.
0: Yeah, because of their dependency. They didn't have a single receiver. So I actually looked up the stats. Miles Sanders, uh, Zach Ertz who finished over 1,000, and then Dallas Goddard finished, I want to say around eight or 900. I just had it up but my fucking phone lock. <laughs> eh. Uh, oh, sorry, 600, but did have five touchdowns on 87 targets. Yeah. 58 receptions. Um, But, yeah, Goddard, Ertz, and Miles Sanders were the only three players on the Eagles team over 500 yards receiving. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and the next highest was like, Alshon at four hundred or someone like that. So, yeah, it was it was a bad year for Eagles wide receivers. So I I do like Dallas Goddard a lot. I think his talent is top tier. He's a hundred percent top ten talented him, tight end. Yeah. So, we'll see if they, like I said, make that transition to the next guy. My number ten is Noah Fant. So I I like him. Noah Mr. Yeah. Fantastic, Mister Fantastic. As long as he
1: doesn't become Noah Cant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And, uh,
1: so you got him a little higher than I do.
0: Yeah, I, I just, talent-wise, I like him more than TJ Hawkinson because I think just route running, speed, catching ability, I think he's a little bit better than Hawk. So I put him in at number 10 myself.
1: Okay. My number 10 is your number 11. I put Dallas Goddard to finish number 10. Finishing in the same spot. Yep. I think he's got, as. I mean, we've pretty much talked everything we can about him. He's got the talent for it. Mm -hmm. He's a solid, solid fucking player. And I think even with Zachert still being there and healthy, I think there's a good chance they they stay both in the top 12 again because of how much they use them, Mm -hmm. regardless of the wide receiver situation. Exactly. So, and then my number nine... Is somebody we've already talked about, but not in this list, Austin Hooper. I only put him down this far because he's a free agent.
0: Yeah, because of the unsure and we don't know where state, he's gonna go. Yeah,
1: Be, but he still has all the fucking talent in the world to mm. to make that top twelve, no matter his situation. Mm-hmm.
0: So that will move me onto my number nine. I have, oh yeah, Mike Geseki Seki. <coughs> Have him not Gasucky Sucky all year. He
1: finished twelve last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah, so
0: I have him moving up. He was top five in red zone targets for tight ends. So really mm-hmm. now this is gonna be very dependent on I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is gonna be back next year. Uh they will have a rookie quarterback, probably and more than likely to a of But I uh I see Ryan Fitzpatrick holding the fort down as the starter for a little bit, at least until two is fully healthy. Yeah, and this this is completely dependent. They could go with Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert from Oregon. Uh, they might like that Jordan Love kid from Utah State. I, but I think this is the year the Dolphins take a quarterback and uh, take a risk on him. They'll probably just fucking cut Josh Rosen at this point. He's
1: not good. Yeah, he is not good at the football.
0: It's weird too because there there are some plays that he makes. But I I just feel so bad for him. Like he was put in the two worst possible scenarios that yeah, he could have it, been put in. Oh
1: hey, you're in Arizona. Good luck.
0: There's no by offensive the way, line. You're going to Miami. Good luck. Yeah, there's no offensive line for either one of those teams. And Devontae Parker did really well by the end of the year, but really receiving core wise, it's a bottom third talent. Is it you see, You have
1: it? Parker mm-hmm.
0: and and Gasecki a little bit. Yeah, but. The running back situation <laughs> a little was bit
1: of awful. And, I mean, they got rid of Kenny Stills, who was the only other
0: viable receiver that that team mm-hmm. had. Yeah, and, I mean, Albert Wilson's over the hill, even though he's, I think, only, like, 26 or 27. <laughs> he can't stay healthy. Preston Williams went down with a knee injury, and he looked like he was having a, a pretty promising year. So, they'll, they'll get back in healthy. They'll probably get some other weapons in free agency because they are – They just have cash falling out of their pockets. I
1: think they have like half of the entire first round. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. They have three picks. Uh, They have one at five, I believe is their first pick and then uh, one in the teens and then one. Yeah. One in the teens from the Steelers and then one in the twenties from the Texans.
1: I'm looking it up right now while you you go to your
0: next one. So they'll, they'll have a pick in each, each 10 of the picks (laughs) So, uh, moving on from him is where I put Austin Hooper at number 8. So, keeping him a little bit lower, kind of uh, tempering my expectations a little bit just because he is a free agent, and it depends on where he goes. But talent-wise, if you own him in Dynasty, you're not really upset, honestly. I think he'll come back healthy and uh, put up another good year for people. So, I want to say it's like 5, 17, and 23? 24? For the no, Dolphins? No, 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 it's later than that. don't Dolphins 20s. have 5? 17.
1: 18 from the Steelers. Twenty six, twenty
0: close. 26, 27.
1: 26 from the tech, And then 26 from the Texans. Yep,
0: and then they'll have a second round pick that's top five as well.
1: Some Yeah. They have 13 total picks.
0: Yeah. That's gross. Rebuilding. <laughs> Massively. <laughs> and they have a a, a figurehead from the, the Patriots, so that's a very Patriots thing to do. Talking about Brian Flores. Oh. Flor, Flores? Flores. <laughs> good old floor heads (laughs) floor heads.
1: (laughs) So we're on number eight, right? Yes. My number eight. And I'm now questioning it based on who their tight ends coach is Now, (laughs) Evan Ingram, I think he was hurt a lot this year or most of this year played hurt quite a bit. I think, uh, fucking what's his name? Daniel Jones, that guy, Danny dimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's a I think he's a great quarterback for that team. Mm-hmm. He's a good quarterback overall and Evan Ingram is consistently one of the favorite targets in that offense. Mm-hmm. So, I think depending on if he can stay healthy, he'll finish top mm-hmm. 8.
0: Now, I I'll, I'll say this outright cuz it's a little bit of a hot take. I think Daniel Jones has the tools to be a top-tier quarterback in this league. He he I
1: will 100% agree with you.
0: Yeah. But he can scramble
1: and he can throw. Yes. And he's very good. at Like we saw how many times he was able to extend plays.
0: He needs to become more consistent with his accuracy a lot. He needs to work on his turnovers a lot because he, he had a a good chunk of interceptions and he fumbled a lot too. So he's got to, he's got to work on that kind of stuff. He has the potential is what I'm saying. If we ever see that potential come to fruition, I don't know, but he has some good weapons around him in Saquon and Evan Ingram and Darius Slayton came along really well this year. Golden Tate's going to be there for another couple of years. Sterling Shepard's Yeah, there. Sterling Shepard's there. I I don't like Sterling Shepard as a talent. I think he's just kind of a middle-of-the-road guy. If he was like their second or third option and not supposed to be their main guy, yeah. I'd be fine with it. But I, I, I want to see Darius Slayton help him take the next step, but... Um, uh, do you have another one, or do I? Got uh,
1: going, I got to, I'm going to number seven. Number seven is who I believe, yep, he's going to stay in his spot, especially if Drew comes back. Jared Cook, I think, could finish the I left him
0: again. off my list. Did you really? Because he's so touchdown dependent. Even he had... I think it? he had a touchdown in the Pro Bowl too. <laughs> he's very, very talented. It's I mean, just he's going to be thirty-three or thirty-four this next year. So he's, he'll be thirty-three. He's thirty-two
1: now. Yeah. Um, as far as touchdowns go, he had he nine. Was second, yeah, yeah, only behind Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. But he still he had seven hundred yards as and forty-three receptions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think he could still. I mean, tight ends are. It's a weird, to me, outside of the top five, it's a crapshoot.
0: I. So there's several reasons I left him off. I think they'll look for another wide receiver, right?
1: They have to. Yeah. God, they have they
0: to. Ha- they have to get somebody because trequan and Ted Ginn and all these other pieces that they have there. Ginn's
1: too far gone at this point. Yeah.
0: Are, they're just nothing. They're just pieces at this point. Yes. I know. Did you see the list of teams Dez wants to come back for? It was like the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Saints. I was like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pass. Just hard, hard no. So... I, I'm a little bit down on him. He's, don't get me wrong. He could very well still finish top 12 at the tight end. It's such a crap shoot, especially in the bottom half of tight yeah. ends. So I uh, actually put Evan Ingram at my number seven.
1: We weren't too far off.
0: Yeah. I Even Fred, even though Freddie Kitchens is his new his new positional coach, <laughs> I still... And Jason Garrett's part of that
1: offensive now, team. Now,
0: honestly, if he didn't have an injury history, he'd be top three for me. Because I think he, he is a top three tight end talent. And I, I firmly believe that because he, he runs very crisp routes. He has very good hands. And he's he's a little bit small. He reminds me a lot of Delaney Walker when Delaney Walker was in his prime because they're the same height. They're both 6'3". I didn't
1: so, think he was that tall. I thought he was shorter than that.
0: Who, Delaney? No. Or?
1: Um, Ingram.
0: Yeah, he's 6'2",
1: 6'3". Yeah, he's 6'3", 236. Yeah. I thought he was shorter than that because he's fast as shit yeah. for a tight end.
0: And that's that's smaller for tight end standards usually you're like you have six,
1: six six five six six yeah so
0: I uh, I do like his talent a lot but that injury history does bug me Scary. a lot yeah so I'm with I, you on I that. put him down at number seven uh, my biggest fall probably from grace is Darren Waller now it it's weird because he he could go up from where he was he had two touchdowns on the year did you forget to put in Darren Waller?
1: I had him in there. Where the fuck did he go? <laughs> well,
0: remember your shit got deleted, so yeah. But yeah, i I think a little bit of a fall for him. They might change their quarterbacks, and I. Now I like him as a consistent option. It just depends on where you can get him in in like redraft. But, and I also don't think you're going to be disappointed too much if you still have him in in your di- on your dynasty roster, I should say. But. I just see a little bit of a fall for him. I have him moving down three spots from number three to number six. And I just uh, not a big fan. List change. Yeah. What? For me. Oh, let's change.
1: Number 11, Darren Waller, <laughs>
0: Kyle Rudolph <laughs> fucked off. Yeah. So that's why I was wondering. I was like, how did Kyle Rudolph? Make yeah. List? I don't know how Darren Waller didn't. The Walrus is a fucking beast. But I, I love his talent. I love his story and I want to see him continue to play well. It's just, I love his
1: fucking story.
0: They're moving to Vegas. We'll see coaching wise if they into move on into a
1: stadium built by the Dark Empire. Yeah,
0: <laughs> dude, I love that stadium. It's so dope. It's looking. cool as fuck. <laughs> but we'll see if Derek Carr is still his quarterback and is trying to at least keep his accuracy numbers high by checking down to the tight end a whole bunch. Right. So, and you could see towards the end of the year, Darren Waller faded a bit because of Renfro. So, if they have a solid, if slot Renfro receiver, stays
1: healthy, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. So well, number
0: number six for you sir. number six for me is Tyler
1: Higby. Oh, you moved him way up. I did. I believe in his talent. I think he's got what it takes to get up there.
0: My biggest drawback is yes they their uh offense is still very talented, but Gerald Everett's still there to kind of take away some of that shine and they they have a lot of receivers to feed
1: Yeah and I think I think Higby's better than Everett. I agree. And I mean, moving him up to number six isn't too far of a jump. He finished eight this year. So I think he could take a better jump. I mean, it does really depend on the other receivers. And if golf
0: can stop turning the fucking ball that over, that
1: too. So he looked I, a
0: lot like Jameis Winston Light this year.
1: Yeah, and Light in multiple ways. Um, so. I think Higby has the talent to move up. I'm even
0: L-I-T-E, not L-I-G-H-T. I know. I knew what you meant. I was just being an asshole. <laughs> Jameis Winston White.
1: <laughs> so, uh, moving into my number five is uh, Double H, Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he... F- yes, yeah, so he finished number nine this year, but he was also out for four games. Mm-hmm. So I think if he was able to keep that consistency up with those other four games, I think he finishes
0: top five this year as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Excuse me. Sorry. I was I had, a, I had a burpa coming. I thought you were hiccuping. No. Uh, number five for me, I think this is where the fall from grace begins. I think he's still going to be very relevant because of his, de- uh, his quarterback's dependency on him, but Zach Ertz, I moved him down to number five, I think, if you're taking him as a top 3 tight end, I do think people will be disappointed this upcoming year. We'll see with what what moves they make in the offseason. It's the same shit for all these players. we we'll see what 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 their teams are going to do. Yeah. But just personally, I believe Zach Ertz is going to be 30, I want to say. So he's kind of pushing over the hill a little bit.
1: Zach Ertz. Yeah, he's 29.
0: And finishing tight end five is not disappointing, but if you're drafting him as tight end two, which would be dumb because I don't see anybody taking him over Kelsey or Kittle. Yeah. I think you'll be a little bit disappointed because I think there's some younger. God damn it, dude. You are full of burps. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I just think there's some younger talent out there that I like a little bit more. I will agree with that. So, I think that's, is it to you? That was your number five.
1: You needed your number four, so my
0: four, too? Okay. One spot ahead of yours, Hunter Henry.
1: Fair enough. I, I firmly believe,
0: talent wise, he's he's up there as well, and uh, we'll see. I know it's completely dependent on what quarterback they can get in there yes. to sling the ball, which might make me move him down by the time the season comes around. So, which
1: that's what that's mm-hmm. why these are way too early. Mm-hmm.
0: But this is why, just talent wise, this is why I like him as much as I do because he he's very dominant. He's like. Maybe a shade or two off of, of a Kittle, where when he's out there running in the open field, he's a monster. He's, yeah, he's
1: hand. he's an aggressive runner. Yes.
0: He's not afraid to try to fucking lower a shoulder into somebody. And he has that, that awesome run-after-catch ability that Agreed. so few tight ends in the league have. Yep. So I do like Hunter Henry at the number four spot.
1: So that moves into my number four. I have my number four finishes one spot away from your number five. I got Zach Ertz at number four because I... I too see this is where he's going to start declining. So I think
0: we have the same top three then.
1: Yes. Oh, guaranteed. Um, it'd be funny to me if we have them in the same order and I'm pretty sure we do.
0: Yeah. Um, but keep in mind guys, we don't, we don't check with each other. What our no, lists we, look like ahead of time. We
1: were gonna, and I was like, no, I can do this without your list. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, cause my list never saved and I lost everything I worked on last night, but Zacherts is going to start taking that, that downfall. Um, but I think with like you mentioned, the dependency out of Foles or fucking Wentz, Foles, Wentz, yeah, wrong, wrong <laughs> quarterback, wrong year. Um, <laughs> but with the dependency there, and it depends on if the fucking wide receiver core in Philly can stay healthy, mm-hmm. which and
0: would, Goddard potentially being able to pass him up as the tight end one for that team
1: can confirm. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll he'll start his downfall and and finish number four. Yeah, there's
0: enough variations for both of us to drop him on our list a little bit for yep. now.
1: My number three, Mark Andrews. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, I figured. So, I mean, Mark Andrews, far and away one of the best tight ends in the league, I think. I shouldn't say far and away. He is one of the better tight ends in the league. He is clearly one of fucking... Lamar's favorite, target.
0: his favorite target, yeah,
1: because yeah. <laughs> he can scramble and be like, oh shit, big guy, go, yeah. Because as we mentioned, during, talking about the the Pro Bowl, it's easy to hit a giant six foot six guy in pads, mm-hmm. like easy target.
0: And it, here's the the fucked up thing too is that he uh, one of the turnovers in that divisional round game was because one of the interceptions that Lamar threw was because of Mark Andrews. It went right through his hands, right to a defender. Did it really? Yeah. But that just shows how much he has faith in in him to go up and get some of these balls.
1: Yeah, and he's he's a good route runner for his size, and he's a big a red zone threat, being that tall.
0: He's a big a red zone threat. Yeah, I like
1: I like hesitated through speaking. <laughs> I, I want Italian there.
0: Italian hands, sir.
1: Well, now that we've talked about your number three, you want to go straight into your
0: number two? Yeah. So Mark Andrews at my number three as well. Uh, number two, I have Travis Kelsey.
1: Oh, then we have the same. Yeah. <laughs> We, we both have Kittle finishing number one, yeah. Kelsey finishing number
0: two. Just because it's, it's hard to repeat as a number one fantasy option, even though I believe Kelsey's just done it twice in a row. I'll check it while you talk. So, I I absolutely adore Travis Kelsey. I just think there's there's more weapons in Kansas City than there is in San Francisco. And Kittle did miss a couple games. So, if you factor in that... Are you shitting me? What?
1: Kelsey, 2016, number one. Mm-hmm. 2017, Kelsey, number one. Yeah. 2018, Kelsey, number, number one.
0: 2020, Kelsey, or, number
1: one. 2019, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I... Four years running. Exactly.
1: But now now Kittle's really starting to show some, some mm-hmm. dominance in the league. And, and it's funny because
0: they're both facing each other in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. So, I think, honestly... It could flip flop, 100 yeah, 100. Kelsey one,
0: can go five, five for five. It's one and one. It's not one A or it's not one and one A. It's not one one A and one B. It's one and one. Yeah, like, it just <laughs> which,
1: which one catches more passes that yeah. year. Yeah, it's. I mean, stats wise for the both of them, my back in 2019. Well, now? if you
0: remember, not this most, not 2019, but 2018, Kelsey broke the record for most receiving yards by a tight end ever, right? Yeah. And then later on that afternoon, because they played at four o'clock. Kittle broke that record.
1: Yeah, so they're they're all. I mean, Travis Kelsey compared to George Kittle this year. Kelsey ninety seven receptions. Kittle eighty five.
0: Mm-hmm. And Kittle missed games.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. twelve hundred yards for Kelsey, just over a thousand for Kittle. Both had five touchdowns.
0: Like Kelsey's going to be thirty. Kittle's going to be twenty five. So that's that's the big difference for me. Is just yeah that five year age gap. Is and, and and Kittle's
1: proven to be one of Jimmy G's favorite targets. Yeah.
0: And it's as much as Kelsey is for Mahomes, But, mm-hmm. but that's, that's my main reason for wanting to put Kittle top is because, well, I also just traded for him too in our dynasty league. Yeah, so that in a wishful big thing.
1: blockbuster trade.
0: Yeah. I, I gave up way too much, but, I, I I'm I was so sick after what happened with my tight ends last year. You I, needed a tight end. I did, <laughs> and I, I had the pieces, and you you and had the a... draft picks to be able to recover from it. So. Yeah, you'll
1: be fine. Yeah does so. it hurt, Does it hurt you? Yeah, but I don't I don't want to s- I don't want to
0: say it um, on record because I feel like we would get roasted and people would stop listening. Because <laughs> I even I made that trade knowing it was still a bad trade for me, but it gives me a security blanket. I
1: will say this: I knew the. I knew what was going on in the trade before it happened mm. because Alex and I were talking about it. Yeah,
0: if because
1: uh, <laughs> Alex is like, dude, look what he like. He's really gunning mm. for Kittle, and I'm looking. I'm like, fuck yeah, he is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember what you were trying to get. You were trying to get Zeke and somebody else out of me for some of those same players. Mm-hmm. But i really like where my team's at. And then Alex is like, hey, look, look what Dylan's trying to do. I'm like, fuck, you're gonna. You're gonna benefit big time, but I'm tired of people trading with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, because I, I like trade trading's fun for me. No, oh, yeah, I, I, I get it. I enjoy it and it
1: If if I could get wide receivers without getting rid of four of or any one of the four running backs I have, mm-hmm. I'd be trading more as well.
0: Yeah. I I might try to use Mark Ingram as a piece, man, honestly. If if you if you got somebody that's a running back hungry team. Honestly, though, if Kareem Hunt comes back I may try
1: to shop Chubb.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I could see that.
1: We'll, we'll see. It's, it's going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. B- big time. Big time.
0: Slap on a bass. <laughs> you leave that to me, sir. I, I just wanted to see. You got to slap a your bass, man. <laughs> so, yeah. And then just George Kittle, man. He's, he's a fucking monster. I he's, love him. He's literally The Rock in white person NFL form. Because... He always does the, like, can you smell what Kittle is cooking?
1: Yeah, he's high energy, mm-hmm. just an awesome personality he on just, top of that. He just he really
0: loves football. Really needs to clear up his face because he always has, like, acne <laughs> really bad. <laughs> and uh, I, I feel like he would be a great spokesperson for for something that... Clear a cell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of
1: like Montez Sweat with Old Spice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a
0: match made in fucking heaven right. for them. Right. So, yeah, that's our, our top 12, way too early top 12 tight ends for the 2020 season. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's more or less all we've got for the day. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get in under an hour. Look at us go. So I we've mean, got a shit ton of shout-outs because we have so many people that influence us and help us get through our podcasting lives.
1: And and our, our first season is fantasy football talkie, guys.
0: Yeah. Make it a make it a fantasy football <laughs> talk, I, and uh, we'll start with ATB Sports. If you want to check them out, ATB Sports Check out all their articles they put out. They pump out bangers, bro. Bangers, and uh, follow some of the people from there. Uh, Chandler, I'm not sure of his handler. Handler, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just at at Chandler Adams something like that. Yeah. I think it's
1: just his at, but is yeah, his name.
0: if you go to ATB sports, uh, if you follow ATB sports net at ATB sports, Net, I should say on Twitter, you'll find everybody else. Uh, Steffi runs, runs the Twitter account now. Uh, so at Steffi tweets, if you want to follow her, uh, at captain sheer, I think it's America. Captain
1: sheer America.
0: Yeah. She, yeah, it's Capt C CPT sheer America. S C H E E R America. M E R ICA. ICA yeah sorry I, was, <laughs> I had to make sure I wasn't fucking that up but yeah if you want to follow him uh, at Cleveland Spider I believe is John Kaufman as well uh, they they just they have awesome twitter I, yeah, accounts so just They're go to acbsports.net you'll you'll find fucking everything yeah um Let's see what else we got. We got the super movie bros. If you want to follow them on Twitter, it's at super movie pod. It's weird. Cause I remember their Twitter handle better than ours. Most times. <laughs> I just listened to their episode where they talk about 1917, mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> such a good episode. Yeah. I want to see that movie. So goddamn bad. Yeah. So do I. So I think that'll be one of the next big movies I see. I'm
0: waiting. Um, parasite, the Korean film that's up for best director and best, uh, best film uh-huh. from, for the Oscars. I I'm super hyped to see that movie Doctor Sleep is another one that I haven't seen yet cuz I fucking loved uh The Shining and it's the sequel to that. Okay. So I'm excited to see that one. Uh just watched God, what else did I just watch? I I've, I've been watching a fuck ton of movies in preparation for Parasite. I rewatched Snowpiercer, which was uh is it, I can't remember the director's name. I'm going to fuck it up if I try. <laughs> but he uh he's a really good director cuz he did that. He did uh Oh, the host, which I haven't seen yet, but snow is really good. If you're into stuff that has some very big overtones of, of class profiling, it's, it's really cool and it's a really good movie, hmm. but uh, yeah, follow them at, uh, sorry, super movie pod, <laughs> uh, check out their Patreon. If you feel, if you give them a listen, you love their shit, you can get an extra episode every month. Where they do super er, super movie cocktails? They are super movie cocktails because <laughs> yeah. they look fucking delicious. Uh, and then uh, do old movie reviews and stuff like that. You'll get an episode every month if you, even if you just give them a dollar, it goes a long way for them. So if you support them with one McDouble,
1: yeah, <laughs> no, not even anymore. No, McDoubles are dollar nineteen
0: now, yeah. or more than that. I think they I think they're a dollar forty nine. You, you can get, get a, a McChicken. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, one, one one McChicken, a sausage biscuit, a four piece nug. <laughs> I don't even think those are a dollar anymore either. Oh, yeah, they are. Are they? I just got one the yeah. other day. I know small fries aren't. That's fucking yeah. whack. <laughs> you want to go ahead and go with yours, sir? Yeah. Say, I uh, I know
1: it, I appreciate you sharing it out on the our, our podcast mm-hmm. for this show, twelve um, pack pod with AJ and Jared. We just popped out number four. Uh, it was episode four, a new hope. <laughs> so we put that out there. It's very not safe for work. Like the most not safe for work you can get for a podcast, probably, um, but it's a good time. We just drink beers and yell at each other and talk I mean, about things. We
0: cuss on ours. We just plugged Super Movie Bros. Not safe for work. Yeah, we most everything on ATB is besides us, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I think so. Chandler mildly cusses on the across the board. We, we are podcast. definitely
1: the the bluest show on. Their network. <laughs> so, uh, if you want, we're, we're we're starting to do top ten lists.
0: We're the attitude era of podcasts. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So we're we're gonna do. We briefly discussed our top five Cartoon Network shows, and I reworked mine after because you know the post on Facebook that you and I were on. Yeah, I don't um, know how
0: you could fucking
1: miss Ed, Ed and Eddie like I did. Yeah, yeah I changed it. Though. I have
0: an Ed, Ed and Eddie shirt. I fucking but, love that show.
1: So next next week we are doing top ten Nickelodeon shows. So if you head over to Twelve Pack Pod on Facebook, you can comment on there and and give us your your questions and your top tens as well
0: if you want to play along. So check us out. All right, and then uh, of course across the campus, you want to check them out. Our good buddy Alex Shear. We talked about his Twitter page. Uh, and co- the other AJ. Yeah, they Toge. They uh, they cover. Pretty much everything college now. Yeah, I, I know the they, two major college sports in football and basketball.
1: And they talk a lot about. I think they're going to start talking a lot more about the MAC because mm-hmm. they're both MAC guys. Mm-hmm. And they, what was
0: what was Toge's, What's his team? Ball State. Yes. Yeah. Can and, confirm. Yeah. And us being from Toledo, naturally, Alex's team is Toledo. Yep. So, so they, I think they're going to the Ball State Toledo game too.
1: Wouldn't surprise Mac-tion. me. shin. would make sense. So they're they're doing Mac trivia with each other. They're, they're now talking, I think, primarily about shooty hoops since college football's done. But you can definitely tell the two of them know what the hell they're talking about. Exactly. So go, go give them a, a, a listen and a follow-on. Um, and a
0: review. All these places that we talk about, if you listen to them, review. Yep, Preferably five stars, If you even if you just like it a little bit. Four stars don't do anything for anybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... All of these are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, as well as a bunch of other places that I've never heard of until I started getting emails from Anchor saying, hey, you're on the spot now.
0: And last but not least, of course, check us out at Beard Brothers FF on Twitter if you want to give us a follow there. We uh, I try to post as much funny shit as I can and have funny replies to people. I don't know if you saw the big thing where I was trying to give, uh, give Chandler and and uh, the Spider, some questions for their show. Or they I haven't t- checked it a whole lot today. They were talking about the draft, and uh, it was just them kind of trying to fuck with me a little bit, I think. And they're like, we're talking about running backs next episode, because I asked them who their first running back off the board would be. And I was like, all right, fine, fuck you. Who's the first quarterback after Tua and and Joey that you would take off the board? And uh, they were like, I think it was Stephanie who was giving me shit, because she did the, the Rocks, like very serious. And then it turns into a smile. And then I replied with Kanye's smile. And then it turns into very serious. <laughs> so yeah. Follow us at, at beer brothers, FF. Like I said, if you want to follow us on YouTube, it's uh, beer brothers, beer- fantasy football everywhere Pod. else. Yeah. Yeah. Fa- uh, Facebook, do you wanna, Instagram.
1: Do you want to talk about our, the polls that we've been putting up?
0: Yes. As of right now, if you want to check out our Twitter page, we are just finishing up the first round. So all the divisional parts are going to be done. We're going to be doing conferences next. And then the final four, of the fantasy football greatest of all time tournament. And uh we're getting a good amount of votes on on these and I but I'd like more honestly. There's some some sneaky players that made it in cuz like Philadelphia fans got a hold of the NFC East one. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh yeah, we're coming down to the the elite 8 and then the final 4 after that and you guys can help us determine who our uh fantasy football goat is. From 2000 to now. Yes. Yeah. I, I went from 2000 to now just because fantasy football wasn't as crazy. Prevalent. Yeah. It wasn't as, as prominent as it is now. I said
1: prevalent. It's prevalent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you sound like my daughter trying to say remote. She <laughs> says Marote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> say my nephew doesn't say love you. It's muv you. Move you. <laughs> Move you.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, don't forget to check out all those places we just told you about, including ourselves. And uh, that'll more or less do it. So we will see you guys next time. Bye.
1: Ah, Debra! We're out! I hate you.